Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's jam-packed episode, we, of course, want to give a shout-out to those who have helped us bring the show to you for free on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY from the past. Thanks and all of their support. Uh, thanks to Thrift Store Jobber. Thanks to Sean Jaundice uh, at Voodoo Monkey Tattoo. Who, who we got to see this weekend, by the way, showed up to Russell Rager. And uh, thanks to, oh, thanks to the merger of Smart Mark Video and IWTV, Independent Wrestling TV. Watching AIW, of course, has never been easier. You can go to smartmarkvideo.com and purchase anything in the AIW archive that is available. It's all there for purchase to watch on DVD or MP4. Or if you love streaming services, sign up at independentwrestling.tv or iwtv.live and use the code ABSOLUTE to let them know that we sent you there. Watch not just countless hours of a rotating archive of AIW shows, but all sorts of other independent wrestling promotions as well. And with that, we go into this week's show. As always, AIW owner John Thorne is here. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And uh, as we record this, we are, I I think I could speak for you, John Thorne, we are recovering still from a wild double shot weekend. I'm uh, so, so tired right now. <laughs> that was a, a touch of evil and uh, Wrestle Razor 5, fight to survive. And uh, surviving is what we're trying to do right now. Still. <laughs> I was... Uh... I was I fell asleep on my couch and uh, your message about recording the podcast woke me up if I didn't have my phone next to me I don't know if I would have woken up until tomorrow <laughs> well then we would have had it would have been like last week there would be no podcast until Wednesday we have had when I say we I specifically mean you and I I mean others involved as well uh, we've had crazy back-to-back weekends now like just filled with everything like end to end non-stop everything everything but sleep yes yes that would be fair uh but and before we get too far into uh some of the behind the scenes things from this weekend and things to look forward to is we do have plenty of that still right now. It's time for the shout-out segment, John Thorne. A lot of people who helped make uh, this past weekend awesome, really. Um, you know, uh, first off, let's start. Let's start with uh, Terry Runnels. Shout out to her. That was sweet. Terry Runnels. Shout out. To, shout out to Rod, Terry Runnels' uh, booking agent, who answers all her emails. <laughs> Did not speak. Did not speak to her at all until the day of the event. Perfect. Thanks, Rod. Uh, of course, Dan Housen. It's great to have him back home. Uh, big shout out to the Odeon because, as we covered on uh, weeks past on this podcast, a movie was being filmed uh, in Cleveland, and they were utilizing the Odeon, and they wanted to keep using it through that Friday. The Odeon. Held put and was like, nah, it's up to these guys. They have the date booked. Uh, so shout out to Chris and the team for 
for sticking with us and and you know letting that really come down to us. But pretty cool to have Andre three thousand roaming the streets of Cleveland for the last several weeks. Did you see the video of him just walking around last weekend and like playing the flute and stuff? Uh, no, but uh, shout out to Justin Doan who met Andre three thousand walking around the streets of Cleveland with the flute. Uh, I will. I mean. Hollywood producers uh, not a fan of uh, me not uh, be not being uh, open-minded to accepting their their payoff uh, I'll tell you that much <laughs> uh, they just thought that it would just be like okay we're gonna give you this much money have a nice day and I said well I can't do it and they were somewhat baffled and the money got up uh, the money got up pretty high. I'll say that much. Uh, they were offering, you know, in the range of uh, a brand new car. <laughs> like, it was a lot. <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, and uh, I said, well, <laughs> I, you know, I'll only do it if I can find another venue. And, I mean, th- there's no other venue. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. no other venue. There are no other venues willing to, to really host wrestling. Uh, I did leave a message for Mount Carmel just to see, and uh, it seems like they still have the same views that they had when they told us they didn't want us there anymore. So uh, that was really the only call that I made because, uh, I mean, there's just not a lot of places that will have it, you know, Yeah. on, on one week's notice with the amount of tickets that we had sold. So, um, yeah, but... It was hard. I mean, it was hard. They were just going to cut me a check and say, okay, have a nice day. Like, they just didn't understand, like, you know, they were looking at it like, you know, we're like a like a band or something. Like, oh, you guys can just, you know, do it next week or something. Like, they didn't understand, like, all the moving pieces that are involved with yeah. you know, booking, an, booking an event like that. And, right. Uh, so so much more going on. Like, there's people's schedules. There are flights that were booked. Uh, which know. is kind of funny because that was like their <laughs> their issue was, you know, they needed more days because one of the act one of the main actors for whatever scenes they were filming, you know, wasn't available and they needed you know they needed that space for like you know Thursday Friday and Saturday. Oh. So it is what it is. I said no. So and and you all got a a, a really great show on Friday. And uh, people came out, because if you didn't know, uh, if you follow YouTube sensations, the Paul brothers, uh, on any sort of social media, or just have paid attention to social media, they have boxing matches, and I don't know if you call them exhibition, apparently some people call them professional fighters, but whatever, big Jake Paul, uh, Teron Woodley fight in Cleveland this weekend. Hey, they're making a lot of money, that sounds professional to me, I'll say that. I mean, yeah, that's the thing, you can't. You can't knock their business acumen. They're, they are doing well financially. Uh, and that took place at the Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That brought out some uh, some fun people. I want uh, to shout, shout that fight out in a negative way. Uh-huh. Because, Did you watch it? No. I went to see Candyman, actually, during that. But uh, <coughs> hotel prices were astronomical. Astronomical yeah. this weekend. <laughs> Insane. Uh, ins- insanity. Like, it, Cle- like a hotel in Cleveland should never cost what hotels in Cleveland were costing this this weekend. 
man. Uh, <laughs> Tom Lawler, Tom Lawler's hotel, uh, even though it's paid, it was paid for in advance and, you know, it's on my credit card and everything. They required him to put down a $100 bill cash deposit on the room. <laughs> he had to have him and Fonzie both had to have a hundred dollars cash to put down on their room. Uh, because wow. those are the those are the kind of hotels that were left. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, there were uh, you know lots of people you know in town, lots yeah. of sports media, lots of celebrities. Uh, yeah, we had a craziness. handful handful of media at the show: UFC reporters, MMA reporters, some guys who have worked for ESPN before, Mark Ramondi. Uh, I think it's Casey Layden, Andreas Hales, uh, and uh, of course, we. This is so funny, you know. I talked to Tom Waller at, on Friday, and uh, he's like, "Dude, I cannot believe that Esther Lynn is tweeting about and coming to the show again." He's like, "You know that she gets paid thousands and thousands of dollars to photograph UFC and travel the world, but she just." Wants to come to AIW and take pictures. <laughs> She's a, uh, she, you know, she had a good time when she came a couple years ago with with Shayna and Rhonda, and uh, you know, she hit me up a couple weeks ago <laughs> and asked if you know uh, we would allow her to come again, and I said, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, it is what it is. She was there. She shot the show. She's been posting a lot of amazing photos. So, uh, you know, be on the lookout for those. You know, I've been retweeting as much of those as possible. But oh, these the pictures she that she has snagged that have just been out so far are incredible. Uh, and also, she did you get a chance to talk to her? Uh, just bri- just briefly. I mean, I didn't. I don't. I don't put too much time and to- <laughs> talking with anybody. Honestly, it's just yeah. like a hello. Thank you know. Thanks for coming. Uh, you know, here's you know what you can do. She, um, man, could could not be nicer. I had the opportunity because we were both uh, ringside at the start of intermission, and we we chatted for a few minutes. And uh, yeah, so so thankful to to be there. And um, had a. I mean, she was having a blast. She thought it was awesome. Loved the crowd. Had not obviously been into the Odeon for an event before. Thought that the whole setup was really neat and loved it. And just, you know, loved the vibe of it. So, uh, super cool. Super, super awesome. Shout out to her. Shout out to, how about AIW uh, photographers and photography in general. There have been a lot of really awesome pictures to come out from this weekend that were taken by people it's like i like i like photographers in the crowd don't like photographers around the ring hate it get get in the way i'm talking to you directly ed bats john bates who we had a who we had a a nice discussion about uh this is pay how photographers are paid and i said well i think you know i look at wrestling photographers like just people that want free tickets <laughs> like yeah, I said, "Hey, man, Esther Lynn's not getting paid. You ain't getting paid, buddy. You know what I mean?" <laughs> yeah, that that's fair enough, dude. Like, uh, you no know. disrespect, no disrespect to uh, photographers, but no, you know, you, like you all do a great there's, job. There's, but- there's just nothing like if you knew the amount of emails that I get leading up to a show that are like, "Hey, I would like to come photograph your show." Nobody ever asks for any money; they just want to get in. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they want the access. Yeah. And they want to roam around in the locker room and they want to, you know, they just want access to be around ringside. And it's just like, it's not a lot of room. You know what I mean? So like no. I, I, and like, I personally like the shots f- that come through the crowd, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, Michelle and Jose have been taking a lot of great pictures these last couple of years, like stuff like that. I really, I, I think that adds more of the atmosphere to the photo. Uh, but, Russell, uh, Russell has joined the photography fray. His, Michael uh, Porter. Michael Porter. Yeah, those have turned out really great. Is Michael the one? Michael did the... Uh, yeah, he makes like the hologram things. Yeah, yeah, those are really cool. Uh, you they're know, not holograms, they're called something else. But, yeah, they're called yeah. something else. But uh, all, of, all of those folks have been just churning out tremendous photos. It's like this past weekend in particular, they have even upped their game. It's, it's like when we bring in a top name worker and everybody in the back's like, Oh man, I got to really, uh, I got to really be on my shit and try to steal the show. Now, Esther Lynn's ringside and all our, uh, fan photogs are like, I'm really got to take some awesome pictures here. Yeah, there, my game up. There's a lot, there's a lot of good photos going around from, from both shows this weekend. There really are. I will yeah. say that, but you know, uh, just like if you're not like one of the photographers that are already just like, in unless you're a world renowned like Esther Lynn, like, <laughs> just leave me, just leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like I, I seriously get, I seriously get emailed so much about, do you need a photographer? I don't need any money. Like it's, it's really insane. You know, like, uh, <laughs> it's just like, no, like we don't even do anything with these photos. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, we, we just retweet them. Like we don't do anything with them. What am I going to do with them? You know, like I'm not going to make an eight by 10 of a photo of somebody that's not me and sell it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's good for the, re- it's great for the wrestlers, I guess, but you yeah, know. you could work, you could work with the, you know, and honestly, if the wrestlers were smart, some of these guys would work with these photographers, get eight by tens and prints and try to sell them and, autograph you know it's just it's merch it's right there somebody took the pictures for you and you know what i mean help them out hook each other up and do some cool stuff but uh yeah shout out to all of them shout out to man brickster coming back uh shout out to parker unhinged unhinged, unhinged brickster brickster is unhinged yeah uh parker pierce man for setting up wrestle rager and uh you know that's that's uh p double's lady that was um holding down yeah. the fort at the beer tent there yeah, Shout out yeah. to her, crushing it Fian- over there. I think fiance. I think they're engaged. Oh, oh. We heard it here first. Okay. Uh, I shout out be, to, I could be totally wrong. Shout out to Joyce, letting some people use her bathroom next door in terms of the Showers. wrestlers. Yeah, the lady that owned, uh, owned the house. Not a shout out to the house next to the field in which we were told that we could park at for the talent. And then after all the cars were there and there was no parking anywhere else, they said... We're gonna need you to pay us three hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> not a shout out to those fucking people. I was not there for that part. Uh, yeah. I oh, I thought Pedro was wow. gonna. Go, I thought thought Pedro was gonna go to jail. He was wound up. Pedro uh, set yeah, up. Not uh, a shout. Not a shout out to them. Shout out to Pedro though, because yeah. he set up that entire event space. Um, you know, he went out and got all the, like, they didn't put up that fencing or anything. Pedro went out and got posts and literally 
hammered all those posts in, put all that fencing up, set up that an entire, like that entire kind of operation. Cause bef- and you know, shout out the first stop because that was just an overgrown field like three mm-hmm. weeks ago, you know, yeah. that they did nothing with. It's just an empty lot. Uh, so, you know, but yeah, shout out to Pedro who, who went out and, uh, you know, literally by himself, uh, just hammered every one of those fence posts in by hand and, uh, you know, got that fencing up. So we were able to have a, a, a little outdoor arena set up. And he, uh, he put together the commentary area. Pedro, yeah, Pedro we used his truck all, bed. <laughs> yeah, Pedro, I mean, I, I, you know, uh, Pedro and Dom are just like, you know, Dom, since, you know, he's dealing with his injury, he's trying to take on more backstage responsibility. Yeah. And Pedro is, you know, been doing the front of the house. And I had to tell them both, like, you guys got to relax. You're going to have yeah. heart attacks. Like, I should be the one that's stressed out. And I am nowhere near stressed out as either of you. Like, just take a breath, man. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, okay. Like, this fucking guy held us up for 300 bucks. Who cares? Like, honestly, who cares at this moment? Like, it pisses me off, but I'm looking at it like, hey, man, I just uh, declined $20,000 yesterday. So, like, what's another three hundred? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I just said, listen, like, I don't have to go to the bank and withdraw money from my personal bank account. So, I don't care what happens today. Like, you guys got to relax, you know? Like, uh, they were both, like, just so high-strung this weekend uh trying to make sure everything went off without a hitch and uh you know i had to tell them both like hey just just take a take a breath man you know like yeah i should be the one i should be the one that is feeling this stressed out and i am not that stressed out because you know (laughs) like i lived through way worse scenarios for aiw events than uh any of this stuff that happened this weekend so you know like a, a stressed out Dom is a guy hard guy to have a conversation with because, like, you just ask Dominic a very simple oh, he question. Screams. He just screams. And he screams. It's like, hey, hey, man, it's just, uh, we're just talking here, bud. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, and, and, you know, like, uh, for WrestleRager, I said, just don't even fucking have the headsets in. Who cares? It's seven matches. Like, we're just working against the sun today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he's still all fired up. I was like, we're, I was, I was like, you know, like it is what it is, man. Like this is a, 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 a relaxed, a relaxed show. I will also give a, a non shout out to the person that said that they hated Russell Rager so much that they asked for refunds on all the tickets for future events that they purchased already. Uh, Here's, not, you know my, not question, happy. my thought about that was what if this was somebody that came to the North Canton street festival and brought a kid and thought it was going to be a huge family-friendly thing, just like North Canton Street Festival. And it was not that. I don't think it was. I don't think okay. it was. Okay. All right. I don't think it was. Just just somebody not happy. I was shocked at that. Like, <laughs> this event was so awful, I will not be attending any future events. I want <laughs> refunds. WrestleRager should probably not be your first event if that was. I don't think it was the first event. I don't know what it was. I don't know, man. Something happened there. Uh, shout out though to the first stop employee giving everybody free ice cream bars at WrestleRager. That was, was pretty it? sweet. Dove bars was it? Uh, I think so. Klondike Klondike bars? bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Marino, by the way, one half of your tag team champions, PME, providing a cooler for everybody in the back. That was sweet. Shout out to Marino. Shout out to uh, Whiskey Dicks Pickle Company. 
Did you get any pickles, John Thorne? Fuck no. That's too that's that's too weird life. for you. Yeah. I'd never had a pickle in my life. It wasn't starting on uh Saturday. Especially they had like not only was it pickles, but it was stuff that I just think was too exotic for you. They had like sweet and sour pickles and I saw uh, Worldwide walking around, he was like drinking the juice out of like one of those plastic containers and I almost threw up. I that said, sounds about right for him. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Uh <coughs> Hey, shout out to shout out to Razor Sharp. I think I said that, but uh, taking care of the guys who need to get places that was a big help. Oh, I'm going to give a non shout out to the AIW students here, uh, because uh, you know there were. It's like kind of like an unwritten rule that has been going on forever. Is like, hey, students, you know, you stick around, you provide, you know, safe rides for you know guys that need a ride need a ride you know what i mean coming mm-hmm. from the after party or uh outside talent that needs a ride back to their hotel not a student in sight saturday razor sharp got a flat tire uh was on the side of the road for three hours this is pr- That's after a whole the other event thing. <laughs> after the event after russell rager he uh was uh given a fan a ride home actually mm-hmm. uh got a flat tire on the side of the road for three hours waiting for AAA, gets his tire fixed, comes back to the first stop, is there for five minutes, and Fonzie says, hey, I'm ready to go home. And then Razor Sharp leaves right away to take Fonzie, you know, on a, on a shuttle run. No, <laughs> There are no students left to, to do that stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, I understand it's a, it's, it's a, tough, it's a tough two days, you know, back-to-back, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of the stuff – you gotta, you, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta do, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, you yeah, never even, know, you, you never even, know, uh, you know, what kind of, you know, who's going to need help that on a, after a show. You know, this is something that, uh, even your uh, current champion, Josh Bishop used to do, uh, way back when, when he was starting out. And uh, there are people that he has created, uh, some really good bonds with now as he's worked at other places and they've helped him. Uh, to get on to other places and do it's more like a, at other it's places. It's like a networking thing, kind it, of. It is. And, you know, as much as wrestling is about your ability and your talent, it's still a little bit about networking, just like anything else in life. It helps you get that foot in the door. It's, you know, you're helping somebody out when they need some help and they could use it. They're in a city. They don't have a vehicle. They just need help getting around. And, you know, down the road, you could be trying to get into a promotion, and that person is there. They're asked about you because... The promoter knows that they work at AIW, and they say, you know what? I do know who that is. They remember that you've helped them out and taken care of them. They put in a good word for you, and now you get an opportunity where maybe eh, you would have been eh, you would have been like, uh, sure, maybe, eh, maybe not. Eh, swing by, and if we got room for you, I got room for you. But I, somebody I will, puts in a good word, it helps out. I will shout out uh, Calvin G. Lewis and Malcolm Cambridge. You know, these guys have uh, been doing this stuff for years. Um, And this is what I was going to kind of say is, you know, they are so reliable. Mm -hmm. uh, It's almost to their detriment because other people are not reliable. You know what I mean? So, therefore, sure, they don't get, hey – you guys can get a match in, you know what I mean? Because there's they have to help steer the ship because so many people are not, you know, stepping up as far as, you know, uh, the students go. And, you know, this is just a, a much broader uh, 
topic, you know what I mean? But yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I wanted to give them their props because, you know, they, you know, have been training for a while and they are still, Hey, what do you need? What can we do? I'll go get this. I'll do this. You know, they're running the meet and greet lines. They're, you know, uh, they were running the microphone back and forth to you on Saturday. Cause we had a wired microphone. They were, yeah. You know, just doing stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, shout out to Alberti, too, who has kind of taken on like a, you know, a, a role. Uh, you know, he he heads up the merchandise, but he's also kind of taken up the role of, you know, trying to make people understand that this is a team effort and, uh, you know, kind of give some guidance to some, you know, some of these guys. But, you know, it is the debt you know it is that covid time off and you know all that stuff it like got out of people out of routine and even though we've done some shows you know in these last few months like it seems like the well-oiled machine that we were or whatever has still not you know come back around to where there's uh always kind of you know these uh just missteps as far as the students are concerned some students don't even show up to the shows, which baffles me. Mm. Uh, just, I mean, if I go to the school and I see somebody training and then I do not see them at the show, I remember. And listen, you know, if you don't want to come to the show as, as a student, I don't know that I want you on the show as a talent. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sure. you know, if you're not willing to go there and learn firsthand what you're trying to get yourself into... I don't know that you deserve to be a talent ever on a show. Um, yeah. And I understand people have real life things that pop up. You can't make every show, but if you're a wrestler, you make your schedule around your bookings. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have to, you have to get into that habit now uh, mm-hmm. or else, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. Uh, also, uh, I will not, uh, I will, I will give a, 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 a a pro shout out and an anti shout out at the same time. Shout out to Arthur MacArthur, who <laughs> suffered a very bad concussion on Friday night and uh, had to be taken to the hospital. Um, but also not a shout out to uh, Chuck Stone, who decided to give the U-Haul key back to Arthur MacArthur at WrestleRager on Saturday, in which Arthur MacArthur lost it and. Uh, <laughs> Well, he 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 had the U-Haul key. He lost the key to the AIW storage unit, so we cannot. We can, I think the stuff is still sitting in a U-Haul right now because we cannot get back into our storage unit. Uh, we we need a locksmith uh, to to come fix that, and I have been avoiding asking for an update on this situation because I know I'm just not going to get an answer that I, I want to hear. <laughs> Well, uh, as we try to wind down, this is I, I said that this would be the longest shout-out segment we've had thus far, and it is. A big double-shot weekend, big shows. Uh, final shout-outs to The Dive Bar, making a sweet after-party happen again on Friday night. Uh, shout-out to Scotty Random, getting that bottle service. Appreciate it. And, uh, and, and finally, uh, tongue-in-cheek, Shout out, not shout out to old Ronnie Two Legs, the Deuces, 
always, always trying to trash Traxler, even in in jest about sound. Uh, Traxler did not run it uh, on Friday night. Shout out, oh, shout out to Donald, one of our newest students, who uh, you know kind of got thrown to the wolves and was running running the music for everybody. Well, let's let's give out shout out to Traxler. I'm not going to put all stuff out there, but he is. Uh, you know, having some some medical issues right now, so we mm-hmm. just want to wish him well. We do. Um, we do. As, you know, he he gets he gets through his his situation. So, you know, uh, we had to we had to figure it out on Friday, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday we had to really figure it out because yeah. we didn't have a sound system at all. Ronald Tudelike says, "I got this. I can run audio," and which is great. That's the shout out for him. Uh, the not he's so feeling the pressure, though. He was he feeling really the pressure. He really was. He's feeling the pressure. <laughs> Who was more stressed out, him or uh, Dom or Pedro? <laughs> well, I I think the fact that Dom was in the sound booth with him just added to the pressure because Dom is so stressed out, and I think his stress just spilled over onto Ronald Two Legs' stress. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it it was fine, you know. Like I don't like it wasn't that he did he did anything wrong. Like he accidentally hit Ethan Wright's music for like a fraction of a second, and he like freaked out about that. It's like who cares, man? It's Russell Rager. It's okay. I mean, it's you know, uh, those are our speakers, I think, right? So those could have been a little bit better. No, those were his. Oh, that's why he was freaking out too, because they didn't sound the greatest, but. Uh, it, it was uh, it's still fun. Oh man, as we're sitting here, I, I forgot about, forgot about pictures. White Oprah on Twitter, she always takes great pictures too. She's back there again, throwing them out on Twitter right now. But uh, that's it. I think that that should cover the shout out segment. So many shout outs, but all those people it's, made it's this weekend. More. There probably are, uh, but but those folks all made this weekend. They helped make this weekend fun and successful, and uh, I mean the whole staff at First Stop, really big shout, shout out to out. Carmen, the owner of First Stop, for uh, you know taking the chance on the event. Uh, mm-hmm. You know he had to jump through a zillion hoops to get this done. You know it's not like running in you know uh, Cleveland at now that's class where like nobody really pays that much attention. You know like we we're running in a suburb, and you know uh, they had a lot of heat on the event. I'll say that much. And, uh, you know, he was able to, to, you know, get all the proper permitting and everything that needed to happen, happen. So, you know, shout out to him because, you know, he's not an event guy. His bar is just, you know, a corner, you know, bar with a good local, you know, customer base. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Parker Pierce kind of talked him into taking this chance and, you know, he had to go through a ton of annoying processes to, to allow it, you know, up until, you know, the last second, you know, Friday, like <laughs> the event was almost shut down Friday at like 4 p.m. And he had to, you know, file all this paperwork b- before 430. So, uh, you know, shout out to him for, uh, you know, getting all that done. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it was uh, th- there was a lot to deal with in terms of the like the staff trying to, to do stuff and make it all happen. Huge crowd, probably the biggest crowd that they've ever had there i would imagine based on just how many people were there and uh, they did a great job phenomenal job top to bottom in terms of uh yeah there was a brief service there's a brief moment like when the event 
ended that the credit card machine just crashed. Like, oh, right. Everything went offline and like people were freaking out. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, they got it, they got it back up and running, you know, within, I don't know, 20 minutes, a half hour or so. But I, I just don't think that they had that kind of volume of business, you know, ever before. So, yeah, you know, they handled it pretty well. Uh, you know, uh, but it's kind of funny though. You know, you always tell people like, Hey, you got a staff and they think they staff it and you know, they could always use about two to three more people. Yeah. Which you know, is, well, we took away one of their main bartenders. So there was already that. Uh, but I, I, I do think, you know, they, they, they did a lot more to try to make, to streamline the event. You know, they had, the food stands they had the they had the alcohol stands they also had the fully functional bar you know they were trying to really st- streamline everything they to were where, yeah you know it wasn't like you know now that's class we'd be they would be sold out of everything like a half hour into the show you know what i mean they were they, they were stocked up they were prepared uh you know they had all, they had more people on staff than usual i you know they probably could have used two or three more people but um you know, I think that's the story of every business. It is. Yeah. That's the story of every bar and restaurant right now. And, um, you know, while we talk about restaurants, food, uh, I should have said them at the top of the show because they're no longer part of the shout out segment. They are really part of the fold in terms of helping us out, but, uh, smoke and Jay's barbecue, of course, uh, thanks to those guys there. But, uh, you know, I, man, what a, what a weekend in general here, John Thorne, uh, the Odeon show was I with with every Odeon show, it feels like we are getting closer and closer to normalcy. Yeah, and to where we where we feel like we left off with uh with things. It, yeah, that you know sense. It, it, I I do, but you know, it still is like this weird feeling coming out of you know we're not out of the pandemic but like i'm i I just say like coming out of it as far as like the you know the time off Mm -hmm. it still feels like this weird like non-excitement like you know i i don't know how to how to say it you know what i mean it's like it still doesn't feel the same that it felt like before like everything is going well but it's just like i don't have that like i don't know like I, i'm just totally not like locked in i guess i don't know how to explain it you know like well do you think that some of that stems from uh, because i think that we're probably one of the same on the same page there's still because of everything, there's still this feeling in the back of your head, like, like man, the rug's this... gonna get like pulled out yep. from underneath again. Yeah, and I think yeah. maybe that's why, because like that was such a hard pill to swallow when it happened. Like I have this like subconscious like hesitancy in my brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, well, also shout out to Xavier Franklin, who is experiencing the same thing, and you know spoke mm-hmm. to me and said he will be taking some time away. Uh, because he just says, you know, something just doesn't feel right right now. And, uh, he doesn't know if he wants to continue down this path. Um, and I told him, you know, I'm kind of right there with you, man. You know, like, I'm not saying I don't want to continue down the path of being a promoter. I'm just saying it is a different feeling right now than it was. 
yeah. pre-pandemic. And I think it's that way for everybody, you know, like, uh, and I told him, I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling that way. You know, it's no. hard to get, it's hard to get locked in. Uh, and I, you know, I struggle with it. You know, these were two great events and it was, you know, it, it was a great time, but like, I was even like, ah, you know, I, I don't even want to, you know, really go to like Friday. I was like, I don't even want to go to the after party. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to go home. Like, yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, one of, one of those things, like, it's just, uh, you know, strange. It's a strange, uh, feeling even, even when things are going good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of how things felt Fridays that things were going good, but they still felt, they still felt, uh, they felt different. It was, yeah, it, it just is weird. The, the cool thing I will say with Friday, um, the, this whole Danhausen phenomena, uh, as a ring announcer, you, you know, um, you are sort of like pseudo de facto host of the show, right? Because we don't actually, that's not a thing, but so if anybody's going to be, it's, it's you as a ring announcer, right? And um, so people come up to you because they feel like there's there you are who they are supposed to give feedback to and things. And it was really neat and cool to get a lot of people who were there for the first time. And I would say that the crowd was maybe not 50-50, but there was a good split of people who were there because they've seen Danhausen on Ring of Honor or YouTube or randomly on I don't know, a podcast that they listen to slash watch or wherever they've, they have found this Dan housing character and they had no idea that AIW existed and they were there. And then you had this other grouping of people, which was of course AIW faithful who are all super pumped to see Dan housing back in Cleveland, back in the fold at home in AIW, this long form storytelling Dan housing versus Derek. It's the production, but it was, I mean, man, it was so great. Uh, had multiple people come up to me with their kids we're like, we came because of Danhausen, and this is amazing. Can't believe we've lived in Cleveland or the, the general area. And some people were like, we live only an hour away, and you're right here. Man, we're coming back next month. We're going to get our tickets, blah, blah. Uh, so that's one of those things where you feel like you're getting it back, and uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, they're, that they're still they're still growing to do, and there still is this new growth because we haven't even gotten all the AIW fans back yet. I would dare say from what we had. Oh, there's no way. I mean, no. there, there's just you know, even looking at the ticket, you know, looking at the ticket sales. Yeah. You know, like it's just. But it but it's, uh, it's neat that we're still still building a like new we're audience. Not, you know, we're not in anywhere. You know, we're not even near like a pre-pandemic pre-sale you know what i mean like look at that you know like you know kevin nash is there of course but like you know helen that hell on earth the last hell on earth that we did was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like a five or six hundred pre-sold yeah like it was you know like we're in you know we're doing 200 total (laughs) you know what i mean we we used to have three or four hundred pre-sales at the Odeon. Right. Few, like Wrestle Rager, so. oh, we opened it up more because it was outdoors. And, you know, that was right around, that was like a 275 pre sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it was <coughs> probably over 300 on Saturday. But, you know, so that was one of the bigger crowds that we've done since the pandemic. But it's still, yeah, you know, I am seeing a lot of new names that are ordering. So, you know, there's, 
some AW fans may have lapsed. You know, some people just may be like, hey, you know, aren't coming back because of the pandemic. But that's what you have to do as a promoter. You have to continue to try to, you know, gain more customers and, you know, keep that, you know, customer base to where things are in the green, which, you know, has we've done so far, you know, it's been a struggle and, but, you know, we, we had to increase ticket, ticket prices and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, sure. You have to, you have to even it out, you know, one way or another, you know, you, you can't be going from, you know, 350, 400 to 200, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you guys, prices, they ain't the same, you know, like, and girls, you know, the, the price tags, uh, you would think uh, may have went down during COVID or something. Like, no, they've all gone up. So, uh, you know, it's just kind of like supply and demand as far as, you know, marquee talent goes. And, uh, you know, we we had to make adjustments. And I know that probably the increased ticket price has turned, you know, some of those old AIW fans off. Mm-hmm. You know, but listen, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, we have to pay people like I'm not going to I'm not going to go to the bank and, you know, use the money I make for my real job to pay people so you can get a cheaper ticket. Like that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I just don't think people people realize that sometimes, you know, like everyone, well, yeah. everyone is so used to those like tropes of like, oh, indie wrestlers, you know, they make, you know, 10 bucks and then, you know, g- get free pizza or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, that's not a thing. You know, like maybe it's a thing, you know, somewhere, but it ain't a thing if you're dealing with actual talent, you know, like there's a difference. Yeah. And it's it's cool. The full the full circle thing that's really neat is um, giving a guy like Dan Housen one of his first, you know, really true opportunities to work. Um, with this, with this character, I should say specifically, because he was trying to work previously and then, you know, but cultivates his character and AIW is a very big part of that. And then full circle, it it takes on a whole new life and he grows it and then comes back and helps us potentially grow a whole new audience. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's strange, you know, like uh, when Danhausen's got the bigger line than Terry Runnels, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> yeah, uh, Ter- Terry Runnels asking Danhausen what his character was is a whole other. That's a whole other podcast because <laughs> she, she was not, she was not getting it. Uh, but uh, you know, she uh, was a team player nonetheless, and uh, you know, went out there and you know. Participated and you know just played her part, and I, I thought it made for a really good moment. It it did, you know. And that's that's one of the things we've talked about many times. Whiskers obviously a fan. Uh, you know, we have talked about moments in AIW, and uh, her coming out introduced as Marlena and rolling out to get into the fray. You have Derek and. Uh, Ziggy on one side and Danhausen's going to bring out Marlena like that was a really cool AIW moment and once man when, when she was out there she was out there she was in it you know right yeah uh she 
there was no half-assing or anything. No, hey, just happy to be here. Like this, we we got we we got the full deal, right? We got the whole package there. So, uh, pretty cool. Full deal. Yeah, it was uh, it was a cool experience. You know, like the the whole weekend. Uh, you know, like it was it was great. You know, and it's just like uh, like you said that the the more we go on the more it does feel more like normalcy it just doesn't feel like total normalcy yet you know and like we're we're trying to get back into that mode and uh you know it's it's tough you know what i mean it's it's tough you know we have a bunch of uh we have a bunch of shows coming up you know we're back yeah uh on the 10th uh, at, at, the at the Odeon, Odeon mm-hmm. with uh you know we have Sonny, Alex Zane, Anthony Green uh, I can confirm Gringo Loco is returning on that show. Wow. Um, so, you know, we're we're working towards, you know, continuing to, you know, add to the talent lineups that are coming in um, to, you know, the audience shows. And, you know, we also have the Winchester on 923. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is, you know, that one's going to be more, you know, locally based. Uh, we're only going to do 100 tickets there. They are requiring a negative COVID test or proof of vaccination. Uh, just putting that out there for anybody that you know has a problem with it. <laughs> like that's just yeah. Hey, that's that's, that's their, their that's their that's thing. their policy. You know, mm-hmm. so um, just putting it out there. That one, you know, uh, and you know we're we're gonna feel things out with the Winchester, and I know they want us on a more consistent basis. So you know if if it goes well and you know we can sell those hundred tickets, um, you know we would try to make that more of a locally focused venue to where you know you would get to see kind of those rising talents in AIW mixed in with you know a couple of the heavy hitters and uh, you know more like you know if anybody went to UXWA this would kind of maybe take the place of UXWA for the time being to where it would be, you know, a place for a lot of the, you know, students to get reps in with veterans. And, uh, you know, it would still be an AIW show. You're just not going to get your, you know, top tier traveling talents, you know, coming to the Winchester for the time being while we're doing limited tickets there. Right. Sure. Uh, and then October 2nd already announced too. Uh, and I mean, might as well mention it cause we're only, we, I mean, we are a little more than a month out. Yeah. Back at the shrine in Akron, Ohio. Tickets went on sale, uh, yesterday to the email list, uh, for the Tadmore shrine. Um, we're going to do, uh, I think we're doing two or three rows, uh, premium seating. And then the rest will be GA. <coughs> so like pretty much just like floor seating will be you know different pricing and then those bleachers will be ga um we've got matt cardona coming back correct fka uh, zach Ryder, and uh i'm working on a new well we signed a contract for a new location for for black friday it's going to be a little bit east of cleveland um a very large facility um because you know as things are evolving you know, I wanted to at least have a large facility kind of in our back pocket. And, uh, you know, Hell on Earth is usually a bigger drawing event for us. So we we secured a, a, a large venue. Um, 
which details will be coming out on that soon. And, uh, you know, we're going to end the year on 12, 18. Uh, and I, I don't think we will be adding any more dates. Uh, you know, that is, that's the plan is to kind of put things off, uh, until 2022, you know, anything, any new opportunities that may arise is to kind of push those to the 2022 schedule. So, you know, we can properly spread things out. Is that, uh, fair to say though, unless, you know, Winchester wants to add a, a Thursday there, cause as you, as you look at that schedule, um, you maybe have a little bit of an opening in October, uh, early November. Yeah, but um, you know, and I know they want to add stuff, uh, but I'm probably gonna just decline. I, I think that um, that gap from nine ten to December mm-hmm. is uh, is good, it's a lot. and you know, it's a, it's gives people a chance. You know, there's gonna be shows, but. You know, we're going to be trying to play in different communities. And, well, in hell on earth, you know, I think everybody will travel to. It's like 20 minutes outside of Cleveland, not even. Uh, so, you know, that's the one that we want to be the big one. You know, that one is, in theory, going to, should be the big we're back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's get every, you know, every AW fan there, you know, there ever was. And let's, you know, we got a big, big, big space. Let's get them all there. Uh, sort of thing so you know but as we've learned you know you got to be ready to audible Mm -hmm. and i think you know that's why you know it is so kind of like all right you know like like uh kaden's grandfather will always ask me like what'd you think i'm just like (laughs) i'm glad it's over you know what i mean like it's over there's you know the uh, no you know major issues you know obviously friday we, we had a few injuries we did yeah um, you know, Mikey Montgomery broke his hand, Arthur MacArthur out with a concussion. Uh, both of them, I have, uh, taken them off of the nine ten event already. Um, you know, just to err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, things like that, you know, you just gotta be, you gotta be ready to, uh, to adapt and evolve. And, um, you know, I, th- I think we've been doing a good job. It's just, you know, it, it, and I hate to harp on it, you know, but I think a lot of it is, you know, we have to get some of these students a little bit more engaged and involved in the in the entire process, you know, like to where it's not landing on, you know, four people to, to try to, you know, do the additional tasks to, to put on the event. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. a, you know, uh, it, it really is a, a team effort and, uh, you know, I've, I've had talks with Dom and um, Derek who were pretty much run up, the, you know, head up the school. And, you know, we're going to maybe have kind of like a, a more of, put more of an emphasis on, you know, this, you know, getting everybody involved sort of thing. But other than that, you know, I'm really happy with the weekend. Uh, you know, like I said, anytime, you know, I'm not going to the bank is a, is a successful weekend as far as I'm concerned. No idea what the streaming numbers did. Uh, didn't ask, really. Uh, I know that Russell Rager will be up on IWTV probably by the time this podcast comes out, from what I've been told. So, uh, you know, watch the events. I think I thought Friday was a phenomenal event, top to bottom. Yeah, same. I would agree. Uh, I really did. I, I really thought it was a really good show. You know, Russell Rager is a little less of a good show and a little bit more of a spectacle, and I mm-hmm. thought it served its purpose as well. 
yeah, Russell Rager will always be one of those things to uh, – we covered it last week. It's, it's more one of those things you're going to check out live. Um, are there fun and wild matches? Sure, absolutely. But uh, it's definitely – it's a spectacle. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. A little tamer than in years past, I would say. Well, they did try to start a fire, but that was a whole other thing. <laughs> Oh, I meant more so the crowd, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was tamer, but, you know, you are drawing a different type of crowd, too. You know, like we were in Parma. We weren't at Now That's Glass. You know, it was just kind of a different, you know, those non-AW fans that would come to class, you know, were a little bit different than the non-AW fans that came to first stop. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there was a little difference there. Uh, So they weren't accustomed to, you know, yelling and screaming. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, just go ahead and be a part of it yeah right don't don't feel like an outsider today you're you are a part of this yeah but the benefit to the first stop is there weren't a bunch of people sitting on roofs watching for free so there i don't know if you know this but there were people at one point and there were people on their porch across the street and then they went back inside uh no apparently people climbed on a rooftop somewhere and were yeah there were people seated. that worked at first stop people that worked is at that first what stop. it was okay yeah, they were on the first stop roof okay those are the employees that was that's all right well hey that's still fun as uh somebody was trying to get my attention i'm like hey I, I don't know somebody are they still there they're like no they're gone now i'm like all right yeah well, it, was then. Like the, it was like the, the cook or something from ah, first stop okay well, say we still have rooftop watchers. It's always nice. No, um, no Nick Gage putting children on dumpsters uh, to watch the show. We don't have stories like that. But uh, that, you know, that's part of having more space too. Is that you don't have those kind of things. No dumpster stories in general this year. No dumpster stories in general this year. No. Uh, yeah, none of that. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know. However, you want to word or phrase that but depends on yeah it depends on your perspective but uh, yeah none of that everything was pretty much on the up and up as far as that goes this year yeah things a little bit tamer like i said uh but it look a success still nonetheless and a, and a really great time uh i don't i don't know john we've, we've talked a lot already on this podcast and yeah, we can it, wrap it up uh, we can we, we look forward to September 10th. We've given you guys, we gave you some glimpses into this past weekend. Uh, we, we've given you a glimpse into what is to come from AIW. Uh, injuries are a part of it. You know, I guess, you know, let's briefly talk about that because the injury bugs do happen here and Shout there. out to Jeremy and Patty, you know. Yeah, big shout out to them. Always taking care of everyone. Uh, but injuries are a part of it. We have been focusing on our locally homegrown talent, and uh, you know, two of those go down. And uh, the AIW tag team division is a big part of what really drives AIW uh, in terms of the live shows. And that's now two teams, right? We've got to adapt something with. Yeah, plus, uh, you know, the Duke was scheduled to, to wrestle on uh, Saturday. He's, you know, he has some nagging injuries. Mm-hmm. He called off, you know. <laughs> he still took a bump, but he called off from doing a match. Shout out to the Duke for still taking that bump, though. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's just the name of the game. You know what I mean? Injuries happen. Accidents happen. So, you know, it, you know it's just, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh 
you know, hopefully everybody's all right, you know, long term. You know, I've Arthur MacArthur lost that storage unit key. So, I mean, he obviously wasn't feeling too much better on Saturday. Right. Uh, he uh, has no recollection of, of even wrestling Friday night. So, I mean, that's how bad the concussion was. So he'll have to be, yeah. I mean, look, we look after our guys. That's that's the advantage of having Patty and Jeremy there um, so that even when our guys think that they can go, we've got people who are aware and uh, can take a look and help tell us otherwise. You know, that's uh, sports in general, including pro wrestling, is ever-evolving. This is not... Uh, this is not this is not even five years ago five ten years ago or even beyond uh concussions yeah nothing to nothing nothing to mess around with so uh yeah shout out to jeremy and patty again for for always kind of being there and making sure that even when our roster uh there's there's being a tough guy and then there's being smart right so uh when when our roster isn't being smart we've we've got them to kind of look to and and they could say, nah, it's not a good idea. Or, yeah, they should go to a hospital or something and do this. So, Right. So that is nice. Uh, you know, folks, so we've got, we have a lot to look forward to. We've got multiple debuts September 10th. Uh, there are a lot of you who love Indie Darlings. We've got the debut of a couple of those. You guys fresh out of 205 Live and the, and the cuts there. So this will be very exciting. Uh we're, we're a little subdued. We're still recovering from this weekend. It's yeah. just, it's a lot. I'm, I'm like, it just took so, it really did take so much out of me. And I did such minimal drinking, you know what I mean? And like, I still just feel like dead, you know, like it's just, <laughs> I was falling, I, falling asleep at work today. Like I was just like, so out of it. You know what I, uh, I'd like to toss out there just from, aesthetic purposes well two two awesome moments and they happen to kind of go together uh i i imagine that it will go up on the replay but from what i understand the stream cut out a little bit early the tom lawler and pme uh owed to too cool doing the dance the too cool and rikishi dance i thought was great Uh, i don't know if you got to see that yeah i i I did but they're mad because dom got the wrong version of the song or something <laughs> it still turned hit, out great hit the, music, what it was. hit the music too early didn't, uh, let the, didn't let it didn't let it happen organically it's a whole uh, conversation on saturday and then uh shout out to tom lawler who was crying all night friday out of <laughs> saturday 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 just cr- kept crying <laughs> so funny uh oh, shout out to dragon we met a man named dragon you can never forget a man named dragon Never forget a man named Dragon. Uh, Levi, Levi, and I got lunch at uh, the Dragon. Tried, Dragon tried to fight me at a Denny's in two thousand three. Well, you're never gonna forget that for sure. And I said, "This must be the same Dragon because you never forget a man named Dragon." <laughs> How many dragons could there be in Farm, Ohio? You know what I mean. How many dragons could there be in general? In general, in Ohio. Uh, but also, I know that this is the summer of the shooters, and maybe they don't need bigger egos inflated but like having brixter join up with them a 
folks, please subscribe to IWTV and watch Go For Broke and watch these things so it all everything makes sense. That's the masked marauder that comes out. It ends up being Mr. Brickster. It's great in terms of our long form stuff uh, with what's happening between Rip City and PME. But on top of that, uh, it's just it's a different dynamic, and it's it's like it completes the puzzle right like he's the last little piece of that shooter's puzzle and when those guys come out at wrestle rager and they're all wearing that white uh it just looks really cool maybe yeah, maybe that's just me aesthetics <laughs> yeah it's it i mean where did you and levi eat you i got you off oh we ate at the we got it we went to the flat iron got him a oh, burger nice. and uh he said he hadn't had uh, he has he has tried pop before, hadn't had it in six years. I said, well, they got these old school bottled root beers. I said, that sounds delicious. He did. He had pierogies for the first time. Yeah, he's a wild man. He is a wild man. He's another one. He wasn't feeling so great uh, in terms of injuries, but he powered through anyway. Uh, did fall? He did fall asleep in the center area of uh, of the freeway on the way home Saturday, Friday, Friday night. Oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, he hit that after party hard. Amish man in downtown Cleveland, he got his money's worth. <laughs> well, I guess we'll we'll wrap it up with that. Yeah, and the Amish man in downtown Cleveland. There you go, folks. Uh, so we will talk to you guys next week. We will – next week is already – by the time we start doing this next week, John Thorne, it is a uh, it is yeah, a hard so, sell. <laughs> well, I'm going to hard sell it now. We still have plenty of tickets available for nine ten. Let's get those sold this week. There you go. So yeah, next week we come back to you. It's a hard sell Tuesday, folks. Uh, as we look forward to September 10th uh, at the Odeon. And we hope to see so many of your faces there. Thank you all so much for coming out and hanging out with us and partying with us all weekend long. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this. Uh, if we're at the point, listen, we'd love to keep growing this. Thanks to Dan Housen for helping us out. But uh, maybe you can help us out too. If you've got a friend who you think might like pro wrestling, eh, get a ticket to a show. Bring them. Do that. Yeah, give us a five star review. Let's get these uh, podcast downloads back up again. Five star review on uh, iTunes. Hell yeah! There you go. Five star review it, and we'll talk to you next week right here on the card is going to change for AW owner John Thorne. My name's Steve Guy.